3: Happy Friday and welcome to a special edition of the Good Old Podcast. Hi, my name is Jackie Fernchule from Wahoos 24-7. And we have our second part of our new class series. On this week's episode, we invited three very talented offensive playmakers in Xavier Brown, Dakota Tweedy, and Delaney Crawford. All three of them signing with Virginia back in December. Now, we recorded this interview back in early January before the three took their official visits to meet some of the staff members in person in the middle of January. So this is the chance for them to kind of go through the process of what happened after Bronco Hall stepped down, how their relationship relationships between each other and this class kind of grew from those experiences. And we just had, had a little bit of fun kind of dissecting the class and figuring out who's the jokester and Uh, who's the chillest parts uh chillest members of the 2022 class so i hope you enjoy listening to three future cavaliers all three of them will be enrolling this summer so stick around and after this quick little break you'll hear from three future virginia cavaliers
0: i'm alex rodriguez and i'm jason kelly from bloomberg
1: this is the deal
3: We're welcoming three of Virginia's signees, Dakota, Delaney, and Xavier. Hi, guys. Nice to have you here.
0: Uh, Thank you. Nice to be here.
3: Now, if you guys think about it, in the last, what, six, seven weeks, it's been crazy, and it's whirlwind, and I'm guessing your emotions went all over the place. Can ha, Was it kind of like a blur for each of you?
1: Yes, very. More for me because... Uh, go ahead all right
0: well I say I remember like looking and seeing like Oklahoma and like Lincoln Riley leaving and I was like dang I hope that doesn't happen to us and then started seeing all the other coaches leaving <laughs> and then Bronco said he was stepping down and I was just, like oh shoot like that's happening to us
1: yeah and then more for me because I had that's when I had just committed so I was like Kind of like shocked. I was like, "Whoa!" But I just stayed loyal, and then just wanted it everything to go back and plan. So, and it is.
3: So. And Xavier, you you just got a visit from Bronco.
1: Yeah, two two days before he announced
2: that he came uh, came up to practice, and it, it just caught us all by surprise. Because uh, when he came down, yeah, I couldn't sense anything was wrong. wasn't expecting it at all for him to
1: just just leave.
3: I just wanted to let people know Xavier is parked. He is not driving as he's doing this Zoom call. (laughs) He's being very safe. Um, So during this coaching search, you guys got to experience what a coaching search was, which was ups and downs. When you think one candidate is leading, you've got another candidate behind closed doors, kind of working the process. Then you had, you know, the airplane stocking in the airport with Tony Elliott arriving and leaving. And then that he was hired. How did you experience those emotions? How how you know with one coach being somewhat hired, and you move on to another coach? How did you handle all the information being thrown at you?
2: Um, I was I was just I guess I was just waiting for like an official announcement for the school. Um, I mean I, I heard reports here and there. Like at first we all thought at a point it was going to be uh, Coach Point Dexter because um, he was a leading candidate for a while, and then heard the news of him not coming. So we we're like, okay, it, I guess the, the uh, focus shift to coach Elliot and then that I think that's what really excited a lot of people just from where he's coming from too
3: how did you guys kind of stay together because uh, one thing I've noticed when I would talk to each of you through DMs and all that was that you guys really kind of stay together it felt like you got tighter as a group and you guys were already tight in that group chat between your group commits, but it seemed like this experience really put you guys together. Um, who, did anyone take charge of that or was just something that you guys kind of leaned on each other because that was the most natural thing to do in this circumstances?
0: I think we just kind of like leaned on each other because we were all in the same situation kind of all in the same boat. So we were kind of just looking to each other to kind of like navigate through it. 'Cause all those external sources and like all the talks and stuff and everything, all the news that people were putting out, like with, not all of it was true. So we were just trying to lean on each other.
1: And tell each other just um everybody just like try to stay calm right now and see how like plans go through. So that's what every every each one of us did. So
2: Yeah, yeah, that that, that was pretty much the message from from all of us just to stay and uh see what happened and, and who we brought in to be the coaching and see where we could work from there
3: you know trey told me that you know he felt like he didn't really he didn't think he took the leadership role he didn't quite say that but he said he he saw some people getting worried and you know obviously some members of a class did decide to go elsewhere so he felt like they should be kind of like an open forum open vent session in your group chat did you feel like that conversation really
2: helped all of you guys i feel like it did it um it let a lot of us express how we were feeling, and I mean, everybody was honest. Like um, Will Will Hardy, when he told us he was going to go to uh, go to North Carolina, even even just visit there before he had decommitted, it was just an open line of communication between all of us. I mean, there was I'll say there was doubt in in, in a couple of our minds just going forward, just to see who was coming in and or if they would get someone in time before signing day.
3: So when they officially announced Tony Elliott, what was the relief felt like?
2: It was, it was like a big, a big weight off our shoulders. Um, and then that Zoom after talking to him, it's, it's what solidified it for pretty much, every, well, pretty much everybody that stayed. Um, just getting to know who he was and what, what he wanted to bring to UVA.
3: And Dakota, yeah. to you, <laughs> Co- Coach Hagan stayed as well.
2: Yeah, that was, that was big
0: for me. Because um, he's one of the big reasons why I came. And then just to see him stay, and then after, like uh, Xavier said, that Zoom meeting, it kind of solidified it for me.
3: And Delaney, for you, you still have not visited UVA because you yeah. couldn't take that official visit. Was it more frightening for you?
1: Um, Not really, but I was kind of – because I was really excited to take my visit back in December. But I was – nothing – yeah, I'm really fine, but – also, um, Coach Beck had ended up stepping down, so that was a bummer to me. But I'm just waiting to just go on this ride and see who the next QB coach is going to be.
3: So you three, every time I see tape of you three, Xavier's stealing souls. I always say that whenever I look at his tape. Um, Delaney, you're just hurling people. You're so quick and speedy. Dakota, you're a playmaker in the air. Do you guys compete against each other with one has the most fantastic highlight or, or athletic abilities in that group chat?
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, we just we we uh we all talk about the the fun plays and the big plays we had and then send them in the group chat and just uh tell each other how how crazy good we are and excited we are to uh play together.
3: There, there's no underlying competition.
2: Nah. <laughs> no, not really, honestly. <laughs>
3: Do you uh, so in the group chat? You guys really try to support each other. I know uh, some people. Um, I think it was Bill Betris says that you guys kind of share like your highlights a little bit and kind of like this is what I did this week.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do that a lot. Um, I'd say there was there was one of these plays Stevie Hatter's when came in and just killed a kid, and he was uh, <laughs> we 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 make TikToks sometimes with it and, and just put it together and see what each other thinks about it.
3: Who has who's the best maker of TikToks?
2: Uh it definitely will. It it's Will it's Will or Dakota. It's Will or Dakota.
0: <laughs> it's probably it's probably Will because he got a bigger following than I do.
2: <laughs> well
3: I, I, I would say that Trey McDonald had a, a theory of why Will Betridge has a better TikToks and has more uh has more time to recruit. Uh do you guys have a theory? I wanna see if you match up.
2: Um, I, I think he does have more time to recruit. He does. I mean He's like what? Like Trace said, he's a specialist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Um, Now that you guys are a signees, not commits, now you have that new tattoo of signees, and you're looking forward to your new college program. Do you guys look back at your recruitment and think you would change anything, or you kind of like the process how it worked out?
0: I'd say I kind of. Uh, I think I, I kind of like how it all worked out. I mean, I wish I had went on more visits before COVID hit, because I I kind of planned like a couple of my visits out like right as COVID hit, mm-hmm. and so I kind of shut down everything. But for the most part, I'm pretty satisfied with with everything.
2: Biggie uh, yeah. backing off for me. Uh, I only thing I'd probably change is just how I went about things. Um, I'd say in the beginning when I didn't have anything coming, it was like I was stressing about it instead of just uh, trusting the process, and, uh, but I'm, I'm happy how it all turned out. How about you Delaney?
1: Uh, what I would have done, I probably would have went to Corona sooner in my years, but I ended up transferring. Well, I didn't have no, uh, no type of offers until I, I came to Corona my senior year and I had to pick it up for it And so I ended up getting that UVA offer. So that satisfied me, but I, I know just, if I would have went to Corona um sooner, then I would have, I know I would have been good, but I'm good regardless. So.
3: Now, if I had to ask you, who was the jokester of the class or who, who was the most likely to uh, kind of take the lightheartedness of things, who would you pick? Trey. Trey. I, I, <laughs> yeah,
0: definitely. Trey. Yes. <laughs> yeah, definitely. All
3: right. And who who would you say is the most daredevil of the guys on this class?
2: Trey. Uh, I, I, either I, Trey. Either Trey or Stevie. Yeah, Stevie or Trey.
3: So Dakota, what would your be? What would your superlative be?
0: I don't really know. Oh, come back
2: to me. Come back to
3: me. <laughs> Xavier, do you know?
2: what your supposed to. I'd probably say a little bit of an instigator sometimes. Just, okay. just agging stuff, agging stuff on in the group chat.
3: And <laughs> how about you, Delaney?
1: Uh, honestly, I say I just be chilling, just laid back.
3: So you're you're watching Xavier instigate all the all the chaos in the group chat.
1: Yeah, and just like laughing about it, but just like chilling, not really doing. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'd
0: say I'm probably chilling
1: too. Like I got I listen to a
0: lot of this stuff. I kind of pay attention. Like I'm always up in there looking at what they say, but I don't really say nothing.
3: So Xavier, you instigate. Who's the talker in the class?
2: It's it's Trey. Um, Trey, it's Trey and Stevie. Like, so, like Trey'll say, uh, Stevie'll say something, and Trey'll uh, make fun of him, and we'll, we'll either all laugh or I'll say something just to keep it going.
3: Is Stevie an easy target?
2: Yeah, he is. What's <laughs> <laughs> some What's some of the stuff he he sends in there, or, or Trey or Trey sends there in there about him? He is.
3: Give me an example.
2: Um. Uh... Um, okay. Uh there's a there's a picture of Stevie from back in sixth grade or something oh, like that yeah. that, that Tracy sends, sends in the group chat every now and then. And it's just funny what they say about it. It it depends on like the situation that uh of what we're talking about.
3: Oh man, you guys play dirty. You guys get old old school pictures. Oh, <laughs> oh man, play dirty. <laughs> every- <laughs> Does that say a lot about this class and how you can joke around like this, especially with everything you guys
2: went through? Yes, I think um, – I'm sorry, you go, Dak.
0: I say I think it brought us closer together. I mean, just like the whole situation, like probably like all the other schools and like how their recruiting kind of like went sideways and just the players that uh, stuck together or the recruits that stuck together, I think it made us build a relationship just off of that alone.
1: Hey, it feels like, um, like we've known each other before. That's what it feels like to me.
3: So – you guys are a, a very part, a very important part of UVA history, if you think about it. You're the first class that Tony Elliott will sign during his tenure. Um, so, and then you guys will always be remembered like that. You were the first signees for Tony Elliott. So one thing I wanted to ask each of you is in four years from now, or three years, depending on if you go to the NFL draft early or or have you, what would you want to be remembered as? Because again, you're gonna. This class is such an important part of Tony Elliott's future. How would you want to be remembered as?
1: Changing the program around. That's that's what I want to be remembered as. Just changing the program around, leading them to a national title. I I okay. probably say. Or you, go ahead, you go
0: ahead.
1: I'd probably say just
2: bringing it bringing it up from where it was before because um, Coach Mendenhall left it in great shape. And I just know Coach Elliott uh, and, and him working with us can just take us to the next level.
3: All right. Well, awesome, guys. I, I really appreciate you guys, you know, sitting down and talking with me. Um, you know, you guys had to do a lot of these interviews during your recruiting process. But I, I appreciate you guys sitting down. And um, it's going to – I know a lot of UVA fans are looking forward to seeing you guys play in action. I know you guys will be excited to finally enroll this summer.
0: Yes, ma'am. We will. Yes, ma'am. Thank you.
3: Like I said a number of times, this uh, Virginia 2022 class has been a joy to cover, and I'm excited to cover them when they get on grounds on in the summer. So, again, if you like what you're hearing in these new episodes of the podcast, make sure you follow us on wherever you listen to your podcast. We are on Apple. We are on Spotify. And also head over to our YouTube channel and subscribe to our channel. You can also hit the bell so you're notified whenever there's a new upload. We are going to be starting new, just specific YouTube features in the near future. So make sure you are keeping up to date there. And of course, we'll be back here on Tuesday for a brand new podcast of The Good Old Podcast. And as always, we're always on Wahoos 24-7 you can have all your VIP information of where things stand with several of the recruiting targets that Virginia is currently targeting. And of course, spring football is just around the corner, so we'll obviously have complete coverage from that as well. So with that, from Dakota Tweeney, Xavier Brown, and Delaney Crawford, and of course, from me, Jackie Franchule, hope you all have a great weekend.